0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select Campus events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
1: Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end.
2: Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's PACASO.com. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: All right, Sharp Money, as we welcome you back. Thanksgiving week you know, it's I'm gonna say it. And big guy, I don't care what you have to say about this. Even with cranberry sauce involved, Thanksgiving Week is the best week on the calendar all year. As we get you back here, Sharp Money, of course, you got the three games coming up on Thanksgiving. I see our next guest. He's bobbing his head. He's a smart guy. John Jansen is going to join us. Now, here's a little controversy. You can check out John Jansen, who does a great job. Fox Sports Philly, the gambler host at J Jansen 34 on Twitter. He's on 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern time, which means right now. So true or false, you bailed on your show to come do this hit with us, John
3: yeah why would I? I I'm already with Sean for three hours today and we're doing an, even another show after that um, in Hard Rock in Philly so we're already too much of Sean I want to talk to you guys we have you on in the studio all the time now mind it we're on during the show, so we don't have volume on. It's just because of the beautiful faces
4: that we get to see on the screen. So. <laughs> yes, it is. You, you wonder I'll is that cool. Dustin Sweetelson or is it Ryan Gosling? Is what you think about? I'll do another show. button for you, John. I'll do. I'll do one more yeah, for you. Well, we're in Philadelphia. You might like as well. Cassiana, okay, as we let's.
3: Are, we put the buttons down.
4: We like that. Yeah. Let's, you know what? Let's bring John down really quickly, big guy. Cause I want to make sure that we can hear him. Let's just have him call yeah. us because the connection is a disaster. I want to find out what's happening in Philly right now. As we set up the connection and call John back, here's the deal. As far as the number again, I think there's sometimes, and Steve Fezzik's going to join us in just a little bit, Um, I, I think there's times where, and Fezzik talks about this all the time, he's just attacking numbers at times, and if I'm looking and I see a plus three and it's Philly and it's Kansas City, I'm just taking the team that's catching three, and that's what I did this morning. Now, most of those threes are gone. DraftKings was sitting 115 on the two and a half with one, or when we started the program, they're now 118, and I tell you that the two Two and a half went from 115 to 118 as far as juice. What does that mean? They're climbing steadily back, DraftKings, to Kansas City lane three. You know, timing and temperament, those are two attributes that are so important when it comes to sports betting. Timing, when you get the number, getting the best of it, and then temperament, not losing yourself and getting out of your shoes. Well, the timing, you could've gotten Philly catching three earlier today. It looks like if you hold off, you may hit three again, but remember, there's gonna be immediate buyback when the Eagles do go to three, so that number will dip right back down to two and a half. You have to be very vigilant you have to be very on top. Again, we always talk about the trading screens. Go to vison.com for the splits. You can see the numbers moving, right? But again, I'm blind betting it. I'll ask Fezick about this when he sits in with us. If I see, I don't see a distinction between these two teams. And again, home field advantage. It used to be the implied three. It's probably 1-7, one 1-8 one to 2-2, two two, somewhere in there. Now maybe a little bit shaded more for the Chiefs there in Kansas City. I just I don't see a distinction between the two so if i can get one catching three the most important number when it comes to betting the nfl i'm gonna take it and that's where we sit right now however the chiefs mostly across the board are laying two and a half big guy where are we sitting with john we got john back john you on the line right
3: yes i am i got you and uh, really good analysis on that three uh, Cause I just saw it switch as well. So I'm on, I got the chiefs. I hate to say early, it's been two and a half a lot, but I did get the chiefs two and a half. So I'm very happy with that number. If it stays at three, especially.
4: Wonderful. J- John, thanks for switching to the phone. We can hear you perfectly. Fox sports, Philly, the gambler host, John Jansen joins us. So we'll start here. Just an overview. Where are the Eagles? Obviously eight and one, but just give us an overview of the team, the vibes there in Philly. Yeah. Overall pretty good. I mean, they went into the bye with a big win, big division win.
3: It wasn't the prettiest game, and I could say I was at the game and watching it. A lot of the times, Dallas looked better, especially Dak. I thought I think Dak has been amazing this year. We're starting to see, you know, EPA and some other numbers starting to show. Dak is one of the best quarterbacks this year. But still, it's the Eagles have won that game. They're 8-1 and going into the bye week, and the bye week came at a, a very crucial time when Jalen Hurts' knee injury was really starting to bother him. So it's going to be interesting, I think, in one aspect of this game is just watching to see if Jalen Hurts ends up running the ball more. And we know in the passing game as well, quarterbacks end up getting better because they can move in the passing game. Joe Burrow had a lower leg injury. Trevor Lawrence had a lower leg injury. And once those guys look healthier, everything started to get better. So I think with Hurts, it's just how healthy is that knee going to be
5: and how much better can he play if it's healthy? Yeah, uh,
4: John, well, give how much, us an idea. Go, go ahead, big guy. Go ahead.
5: How much do you think the issues where they were you know, playing with fire with a lot of these teams, a lot of these close games leading into the bye, how much was that Hertz's knee versus maybe losing both coordinators in the offseason or taking a step back? How much do you put on Jalen Hurts' knee not being 100%?
3: Yeah, I think it's, it's a little bit of everything. New scheme, an offensive coordinator. Everything looks pretty similar in terms of numbers from last year to this year. If you look across the board, the Eagles still rate a lot of offensive categories the same way they did last year. A little bit different in how they're doing it. They were a big-time running team last year. This year, it seems like more of a passing team, and that makes sense. Hurts, another year into his career, getting better as a passer, and I think we're starting to see elite signs of a passer from Jalen Hurts, and they also have A.J. Brown, who is the best one of the best wide receivers in the league right now. So it's a little bit different. Numbers are the same. The one number that's just different is red zone, and of course, you can keep teams in games if you're scoring three instead of seven, and that was the biggest thing, and it was hard to kind of pinpoint what the issue was, because the Eagles have the best goal line play in all of football with the the tush push or the brotherly shove, if you want to call it that. Uh, they do have big time targets. A.J. Brown's a big target. Dallas Goddard was a big target. So they weren't kind of it wasn't physicality either. It just was some bad mistakes uh, being happening in the red zone. And I think a lot of it is running back as well. Offensive line, run blocking is graded out very well. I know they get Cam Jerkins back, so it could get even better, but they were already run blocking very well. They just don't have the running backs. You look at rushing yards over expected for running backs, I think it's a pretty good stat to see what they're doing compared to what the blocking is. And the running backs just aren't running the ball very well. Kenneth Gainwell isn't very good. DeAndre Swift had a great start, but he seems to be slowing down a bit. So it's just going to be interesting now that we're out of the bye week If they can run the ball better in the red zone, if that happens. But really, I think the issue and why games are close is just red zone.
4: Okay, our buddy John Jantz. I want to. You got three plays on the Super Bowl rematch, and I'm going to start here. Kansas City's best unit thus far this year has been their defense. If they do have a weakness on defense, Kansas City, John, it's been stopping the run. However, you're going to skirt that a bit. You think Hertz is going to have some success throwing the football? You've got Jalen Hurts going over 235 and a half as far as pass yards.
3: Yeah, it's it's always tough when you're trying to a game like this because you know the Eagles we think can run the ball and Kansas city can't stop the run, but I just want to go to what has been working for the Eagles and what I think they are. They are a passing team. Now, you know, it's a little bit different and Kansas city has been excellent. I think Steve Spagnola has done an amazing job with blitzing with simulated pressures. I know that's a big thing. You kind of honed in on now with defense and Steve Spagnola and the defense has done all of this. And especially Chris Jones looked amazing. Their secondaries looked really good. But it's just a little bit different when you have a big-time playmaker quarterback who's been a playmaker in the pocket in Jalen Hurts and then a big-time playmaker on the outside. You know, it's, it's not just speed that's beating him. You know, Miami's speed, so speed can sometimes burn you. But it's physicality. It's that Jalen Hurts is a very physical player when he's out there, also physically just gifted as a thrower as well. But A.J. Brown is physical. You can try and press him. Uh, you can try and double-cover him, but he's just bigger, faster, and stronger than everybody lined up against him, and we've just seen that succeed so much. I just have a hard time believing that the Eagles are all of a sudden, after weeks and weeks and weeks of not being able to run the ball, just kind of dial that up and expect to run so well against Kansas City. This, to me, is a passing team. I think they're going to live and die by it tonight. Uh, it's it's probably going to be a tight game. I imagine they're going to be a little bit behind early on, Kansas City coming off the bye week, how good they are, prepared they are. Uh, so if the Eagles are behind. This is just, to me, it seems like a Jalen Hurts put it all on his shoulders. It's his responsibility. He grew well against Kansas city last year. And I think he can continue that. In
5: this uh, love to hear it, John. I'm actually on the Deandre Swift under combo yards tonight. So that's music to my ears. Defensive nice. side for Philly against Mahomes in this offense? Obviously, the pass rush for Philly has been great for the last couple of years. They're third in the NFL in quarterback pressures to start the year. And Mahomes is way worse when he has guys in his face. Do you think they can throw Patrick Mahomes off of his game at home in Arrowhead tonight in prime time? That's it's one
3: of the most interesting matchups. And we talked about it, I talked about it on my show a little earlier today about that. They, they are, you know, all the numbers look really good with the Eagles. You know, as you just said, kind of win rate for pressures, actually getting home and getting sacks, they're doing very well. The problem is, though, it sometimes disappears for long stretches. And I think the, the game that really worried me the most, and I think it was both games that this happened, was when the Eagles took on Washington. And the Eagles just could not get home at all. And finally, in the last game where they were taking on Washington on the road in Washington at FedEx Field, they finally got home at the end. It happened against Dallas, too. Dallas, they didn't get a lot of pressure. Finally, at the end, Josh Sweat gets the sack. It basically wins them the game. So they've been able to get pressures, but they just go so long without it. And I'm just worried that they can disappear in this game for too long for Patrick Mahomes to kind of, obviously open things up for the receivers. I think the Eagles should do well. I know secondary doesn't rate very well, and Bradbury and Flay haven't had great seasons, Uh, but it it doesn't matter at all if Patrick Mahomes is getting some time and he's able to give those guys time, like Rasheed Rice and Sky Moore to get open. Uh, But yeah, I think that's the the most fascinating matchup. I think the Eagles can get home, but I'm very afraid it's going to be very long stretches without them getting to Patrick Mahomes, and I think Patrick Mahomes can succeed uh, early on in this game.
4: Impressive, impressive job, kid. We'll have you on again, especially during your show. We like you bailing on your <laughs> show to come do ours, of course. Oh, I love John Jansen, yeah,
3: any chance to call on John Brace? I love
4: it. Fox Sports Philly, the gambler host. You can check it out weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Enjoy the game tonight, John. Appreciate you.
3: Yep. thanks, guys. Thanks for having
4: me on. Okay, thank you. Appreciate your support. And I almost. You used to be at Sirius XM, and one of the things they wanted you to sound kind of vanilla, like they didn't want accents. And I almost said, My gosh, I've never heard a dude from Philly without a Philly accent. And then he said something like, Long. Yeah. And the accent just came pouring out of him. You say, could hear the Pennsylvania coming out.
5: Say words like, Water. 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 I mean, it is a trifling <laughs> accent. It's That in Baltimore, pretty rough accent, if we're being Baltimore?
4: Honest. Have you been to New England? <laughs> and that's coming from a dude from michigan patrick like love loathe is next
0: there's no distance too far for the perfect trip
6: hi checking in for
0: or the perfect table hey where are you And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
7: AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Are you tired
6: of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
4: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Shout out to Reggie, our director here on Sharp Money, and he's got a rack of kids. So after work, he may want to stop by Total Wine Spirits Beer and More. Lowest prices for over 30 years. You can find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine. Please drink responsibly. Must be 21 years or older. Got you back here. I, look, you might be bo- at this time. It's like attrition. Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher, as we welcome you back. Hope you had a great weekend. Again, some of these teams, you see them over and over. It might feel attritional where it's like they wear you down. And it is a Super Bowl rematch, but it was a great Super Bowl. I'll take Philly in Arrowhead at Kansas City I'll take Hurts I'll take Mahomes all week and twice on Sunday and tonight you got two and a half let me take a look at the juice because that's the important part here again you're always monitoring the juice to see which way the number's going we opened up over at DraftKings the show what an hour and 16 minutes ago big guy Kansas City was two and a half minus 115 Kansas City's two and a half minus 118 so a positive sign if you're waiting for the three with the Eagles now it's not going to last again Anytime a three pops up, which is the key number, it's going to get hit quickly and fall back down most likely. So, again, if you're monitoring, go to VEASAN.com, check out the betting splits, and you can see which way the number and the money is going. As we welcome you back, we're going to get to Like, Love, Loathe in a second, but you were just tripping out during the break, and I had to yell at you, "Don't don't tell me anything, but you're trying to get some Robert Sala... Like, I guess, did he just give a presser? And why does that interest you so much?
2: Uh, it, he
5: was asked specific questions about evaluating the quarterback position and asked about, in retrospect, should they have had more that a more proven number two quarterback than Zach Wilson? I have not listened to what he said. I'm going to react to it when you do on the air. But I just thought these were very interesting questions. And the fact that it was popping up in my ex Twitter feed leads me to believe that maybe the answers might take some shots at some people.
4: My Irvin Magic Johnson broadcasting instincts say that those clips aren't worth playing. Why? We already know. He, you know, you just said it perfectly when we were talking about Salah. You said he's he's been he's used stoicism as far as his answers shockingly. to the Wilson debacle. And he's been stocking, shockingly stoic and never gave you anything. Why do you think he'd give us something today? Why would you waste our airtime? Maybe he's at a breaking point. Perhaps he is. Perhaps he isn't. I'd like to Does find out. Does he seem out. like the type of dude that's going to give you breaking point news? He, like, uh, I'm breaking... Well, he's a guy that
5: showed me when he was on the sidelines for the 49ers that he was a super emotional guy, and we have not seen that emotion since he took over as head coach. Credit right, to him. Right, but he's cagey. Credit he's to cagey. him. Like, that's a credit. He's cagey. But, yeah, but he – I don't know. Everyone snaps at some point.
4: I've seen you snap. Yeah, I snap a lot. You do. I, you do. I, and you know what's weird about you snapping hmm. is that – Every all of our bosses can hear the feed of this show during the commercials, and you've actually snapped during the breaks, and they yes. can hear you going off. Now, me, I would never do anything like that, but you, in particular, you've gone off, and people can hear it. You just have you must have so much equity, Dustin Sweetelson equity at Veasan, where you feel comfortable going off, and management's not going to do anything to your punk ass. Well, I, they just accept I'm two faced. They know that the person that
5: I yeah, present to everyone else is one, and then the people the who I present to behind
4: the scenes is another person. That's all. It's just accepted. You're super shady. I like, We're being honest. I'm su- very shady. like I think I would be perceived as being more shady, no, 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 but no. way more shady. No, no. Cause I,
5: I have a refusal to be blunt with people if it's going to hurt their feelings. So part that of my aggressive. Yeah. And part of my shadiness is like, I just beat around the bush. I'm not honest with people. I tell people what they want to hear. You know why they'll
4: like me. Well, speaking of like, it's now time for Like, Love, Loathe here on Sharp Money.
2: Recapping the weekend of action with what we liked. All right, all right, all right. What we loved.
0: I had
4: a...
2: Sometimes, like I know that you had an awesome time. okay? I think the entire right. town knows that you had an awesome time. And what we loathe.
0: Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays.
2: This is like love and loathe Sharp Money.
4: I'm not positive there was a team. I'll start us here with my like this week and my like this week. I'm not positive there was a team that needed a win more on Sunday than the Cleveland Browns. Okay, Of course, playing a division rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers, a third to 10 ugly AFC North showdown the defense and Miles Garrett special they do have a tough schedule but all of a sudden watch out Stefanski I see you they're 7 and 3 and if you take a look thanks to the win Cleveland is now a big guy two games up on the Colts and the Bengals for the final AFC playoff spot they're a game and a half over Buffalo the Browns currently hold the 5 seed and the AFC and they're a half a game behind the Baltimore more Ravens for the AFC North lead. That's freaking tremendous. And if you think about, you know, Deshaun Watson was out for two of those wins. Deshaun Watson, of course, their franchise at quarterback done for the year. It's not great. Nick Chubb being done for the year. Not great. Like I would be hunting for Cleveland Brown numbers in the futures market. If Nick Chubb were still available because this defense is so special and all you need is a game manager. That's all you need. Nick Chubb is a difference maker. That offensive front for the Browns is a difference maker. Defensively, we're talking about we're literally talking about a Ravens from double zero type team like this defense is special when you watch them. Am I like this? week is Dorian Thompson Robinson I hate to do it where's my back padding machine but coming (laughs) out of the draft I said DTR in the fifth round was an absolute steal was he perfect against the Steelers no but that's what Mike Tomlin does he definitely outplayed your boy Kenny Pickett he was 24 of 43 165 20 on the ground but here's the important part now this is a dude that started 5 years at UCLA he just turned 24 on Tuesday in DTR big guy like he's got a plethora of experiments of experience a boatload and when the ball was in the Browns hands on their own 35 with a minute 18 to go that's why you draft a kid with that experience because again whether it was completion to Elijah Moore or Njoku or Cooper he was just calm and collected in that final drive the walk off the 34 yarder from Hopkins that is a team again at seven and three maybe check take a look at the market right now for the conference and the Super Bowl for the Browns that's their fourth time this year they had a game-winning score in the final two minutes the formula is pretty simple for the Browns They are going to run the football. Now it hurts without Chubb. I get it. And again, the ceiling's a little bit lower or a lot a bit lower as far as the postseason with Dorian Thompson-Robinson as opposed to Deshaun Watson because Watson was starting to cook. I get the ceiling's a little bit lower, but when you have a special defense, and again, juxtapose that defense to what's happening right now in an eight and two Detroit, like the Detroit defense is legitimately bottom third. So much is being covered up by Ben Johnson. And if you're looking at 10 to one on the Lions, what are we looking at right now on the Browns?
5: Well, how about just in division or not in division in conference in conference right now for Cleveland is 20 to one.
4: Right now, overall, the Lions are 10 to one. Yes, well, I, I hate to overuse the word value, but where is the value in a team with one of the worst defenses in all of football, the Detroit Lions, and they went to Baltimore and got punched in the face. They came back home against Chicago and should have lost that game yesterday and should have lost the game against a pitiful Chargers team. Where is the value in 10 to 1? And conversely, 20 to 1 feels juicy for a convoluted AFC. Uh, let me
5: give you a different value compared to the Lions. Dan Campbell, as we mentioned, plus 125, favorite for coach of the year. We've mentioned on the show, it's D'Amico Ryans, who's the second favorite at 275. And then I have a bet on Mike Tomlin, who's now down to 15 to 1. Kevin Stefanski at 28 to 1 for coach of the year? This team goes to the postseason, losing their quarterback and their all-pro running back, and they somehow make the postseason? Tell me why he doesn't have a shot at 28 to 1. I'll give you one. the
4: answer. Are you
5: ready? Yes. Yes or no? I might be right. Let me let me sit down again. Hold on.
4: The winner, the, the coach who coaches the team that wins that division is your coach of the year. That's by far the toughest division in football. If it's Stefanski or if it's Tomlin. Now, John Harbaugh is not going to be yeah. in the mix because he has so much talent. So I get that. But again, if Stefanski or Tomlin were to win the North... Tell me why they shouldn't be coach of the year. Uh, Look, I already as opposed to as opposed to a division in the NFC North, which is completely in flux A Green Bay Packer team. That's trying to figure out what they have at quarterback, a Minnesota team that lost their quarterback and obviously a little regression there. And. Again, it's just a Detroit Lions team that had everything set up talent-wise in division. The Lions are far and away the most talented team. Chicago, are you kidding me? If the if the Browns losing their two best players, excuse me, two of their three best players, Miles Garrett, Nick Chubb, and Deshaun Watson, to be fair, if they lose two of them and they win that division, Stefanski's your coach of the year. Conversely, same thing with Tomlin. If Tomlin wins the division with Kenny freaking Pickett, I'm sorry. He's the greatest coach of all time. Yeah,
5: no, no, no. Yeah. And Stefanski, 28 to 1. Look, he may not win it, but 28 to 1 based on what he's done so far, he's another guy kind of slipping under the radar, maybe not getting enough credit for how good of a coach he is. Tease
4: me on your like,
5: big guy. My like revolves around a guy returning yesterday and somehow the quarterback plays better when he's in the lineup.
4: I thought her name was Elizabeth, and she serves drinks at the D.
2: This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network.
4: Hey, big guy, what's my kid? What's that dude say on TikTok about Zen? Little Zimbabwe? Little Zinachino? You know what? I think I need another vice. All right, let's take a break. Zen, nicotine I'm maxed talks. out. I want some. Have you ever tried Zen? No, no, I maxed out on vices. I got too many right now. We'll we're, we're okay. try I would just like to tell the people that are supplying Zen for us here at Beeson, I want some. All right, I guess I could just go buy some at my local convenience store, or I could go to ZenZYN.com, Z Y N dot com. But we're always debating here on Sharp Money. Who number one? Zen nicotine pouches are there. Again, it's clean, doesn't have all the additives. It's America's number one nicotine pouch. Go to the convenience store, 7 Eleven, you know, that type of thing, or Zen. Com. As a pro, as a warning, the product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We do have the Robert Sala quotes. And again, Dustin does a lot of things amazingly as we welcome you back. I'm Patrick Maher. He is Dustin Sweetelson. This is Sharp Money. It's V the Sports Betty Network. Happy holidays. Hope you had a nice weekend. Got a great game. Sitting two and a half. Hold on. Let me just check to see if DraftKings went to three. Again, I'm trying to keep on top of it. IRL because once it goes to three, uh, there, I'm going to yeah. give it to you and then you got you to hit it quickly. Take the Eagles plus three once it gets there at DraftKings now. It was there this morning. You got to hit it quickly because my assumption is once it hits three it's going to go right back down. Um, Oh, uh, the big guy is great. And again, he does a lot of things great. But his instincts sometimes when it comes to broadcasts are a disaster. He thinks playing Robert Sala quotes today, talking about the quarterback change, Tim Boyle in the Pride of UConn, and of course, Zach Wilson out for the Black Friday game down in Miami. He thinks that playing the Sala quotes would be valuable here on the show. My assumption is the dude is going to say nothing and it's going to bore you to tears. So maybe we'll play some just to play a game. Was, Was Dustin right? It's just like why I went out
5: with the young lady I went out with on a date last Tuesday. I knew nothing was going to come from it, but I wanted to be able to say after the fact, I went out with her and saw if anything was going to come from it.
4: I knew nothing would. Okay, you just lied.
5: And nothing did.
4: First off, you lied. Was that the date you ran into our boss, John Goulet and Matt Brown? It is. Awkward. Secondly, you told me you went out with her because she was thick with three (laughs) C's. Thick in certain areas. (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Little holiday cooking. You feel me? Some stuffing? Like, love, loathe. We're right in the middle of it. My like was DTO, <laughs> the big guy. My like was DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. And they're just doing it. That Cleveland team has been spectacular based on what they dealt with this year. It's now time for your like, Dustin.
5: Yeah, rare instance, I was into the, the, the white meat, not the dark meat that time. Uh, all right, my like Ooh. is going to be the San Francisco 49ers. And it has a lot to do with Brock Purdy. I I had a lot of questions about Purdy coming into the year where all these defensive coordinators had a full off season to prepare for what he was doing in this Shanahan system. And I really questioned how he's going to look. And I know there was that rough patch, but I have some excuses for that rough patch. Uh, did you know when Debo Samuel is off the field, Brock Purdy is not a good football player for some reason? Fair. Ayuk is the number one. But for whatever reason, coming into yesterday, he was eight and zero with Debo on the field, seven and five without Debo on the field. Was Brock Purdy? All five of his interceptions this year came when Debo Samuel was on the sidelines or injured. Week six through eight without Debo and without Trent Williams, San Francisco went zero and three. They averaged just seventeen points per game. He completed just sixty-two and a half percent of his passes, and he had three touchdowns to five interceptions. For whatever reason, when Debo Samuel is there, Brock Purdy is significantly better. And as this MVP race, I'm going to sound crazy here, and I'm also going to contradict myself because I was yelling at someone off the air yesterday about how he can't win the award. This thing is wide open for MVP. Uh, There is no clear cut favorite to me. And Brock Purdy moved from 20 to 1 down to 18 to 1. I think he absolutely has a shot if he continues to play like this down the stretch. And also, let's talk about his mindset yesterday after the game the quarterback of san francisco was asked about bouncing back after that rough oh and three stretch earlier in the year
3: Don't. i was more upset with not even like that we were complacent or anything but almost like you know we're just going to walk into the game and it's going to be given to us in a sense like I had to get back to, man, we got to go take it. We got to go earn it every single game. It doesn't matter who we're playing, it's the NFL. Anything can happen on any Sunday. And so that's like the chip that I was talking about. And so, sort of getting back to that, you know, and improving myself every drive, every play um that i can be the guy for this team you know and i have to earn it every single week reggie pull that down was that ai
4: generated like what again first off a couple of things one i like your pick over the last two weeks against the bucks and jags two pretty good defenses he's 40 of 51 for 629 six touchdowns and no picks so i like purdy but your argument you were making an argument for debo samuel no, you I'm making sure that this team does not play well
5: when Debo's not there. And now that Great. he's back. so isn't is it, is it your like Debo Samuel? I'm changing my like to Debo Samuel. It was more the 49ers <laughs> as a whole. I to, as a whole, to bounce back after the rough draft, r- r- rough stretch, come off the bye, go to the Jags' house and beat them the way they did, win against Tampa Bay yesterday. Brock Purdy's back to looking like a stud at quarterback. The Niners overall are my like this
4: week. Your your first like is Debo Samuel. Is your second life Trent Williams? Sure. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, we got a chip on our shoulder, although he is playing, and I'm wrong, big guy. I'm wrong about the kid. I was wrong, too. Just because I didn't think he was going to be big enough, I thought the defenses would catch up to him. He is schemed up so well. It does have a little bit of a golf feel with McVay where it could potentially potentially run out, but right now he's playing great.
5: But he fits what Shanahan wants to do the most because he's not looking to run. He's athletic enough to create pockets, makes quick decisions. He's accurate with the ball, gets rid of the ball quick. Like, he is the perfect guy for this system. Them that Shanahan likes to run. It's like if Rex Grossman had any ability. That's what Brock Purdy is.
4: Rex Grossman was the quarterback of a Super Bowl team. Yeah, he stunk though. But Shanahan loved him. Shanahan loved him and John Beck. Couldn't get enough John Beck. Couldn't get enough of John Beck. You know the Sh- you know who else the Shanahans were absolutely single white female obsessed with? Kirk Cousins. Well, they were right about that. <laughs> they didn't want RG three. They wanted Cousins. They did. And they drafted him after they drafted a dude two overall at the same position. Same draft. Same exact draft. Same draft. Imagine imagine today
5: someone uses a a first round pick, second overall on a quarterback. Two rounds later they draft another quarterback.
4: Who did, what animal did Shorty uh, boil in single white female? Wait, what? Yeah, she boiled an animal. Someone boiled an animal? Just answer the question. I don't know. A rabbit.
5: Who boiled a rabbit?
4: Glenn Close.
5: I only Look know up. 101 Dalmatians. That's what I know her from. She I might have Cruella made the Bill.
4: My love this week is the Texans. Did you have the Texans at 6-4, 10 games in?
5: Uh, no, no, because I'd be waving that ticket in front of you every segment of the show. Do,
4: you know what? Do me a favor. Look up their preseason win total over at DraftKings. I'm just curious. The Texans, my assumption is it was like four and a half. Maybe five? Five and a half, I believe. With a bunch of juice to the under? Uh, Seven games to go. CJ Stroud just had his worst performance as a pro. He threw three interceptions. And by the way, that's a pretty inspired Cardinals team. Like... Again, like or love or loathe Kyler Murray, he's a big upgrade and he's dangerous. You saw what I did there. And that was an inspired team coming off a win. You know, the Cardinals scored first, but the Texans, see, to me, yesterday was indicative. You can talk about the Jags in week three where they went down there and absolutely whooped them 31 to 17. Yesterday, to me, when you need it. When they're starting to mount, when the pressure is mounting because people are talking about you at five and four as a potential postseason team in the AFC, which is muddled to win a game against an inspired Cardinals team. And Devin Singletary and Tank Dell and Nico Collins stepped up when Stroud had his worst performance as a pro. But, you know, who really stepped up big guy and why this is so impressive? That is Will Anderson and Christian Harris they took over in the fourth quarter that defense took over in the fourth quarter the texans defense and again i talked about week three dustin 31 17 win over the jags well guess who they host in week 12 the jags okay the division's on the line what's the number on that i think it opened jags lane a point it's now DraftKings has a point the others like circle where you're sitting right now has the Jags lane too. feels a tad disrespectful. No, they did just beat them. And by
5: the way, it's been proven over the last few weeks. It was not a fluke and a guy who doesn't look like a fluke is CJ Stroud. This was him being asked if throwing those interceptions yesterday will change his approach. Steph Curry don't ever stop shooting. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep letting it ride. You know, um, and I, and I, I don't got no shame in my game. I definitely got to be smarter, but, um, I don't, like, I don't, no confidence is taken away from me. I'm going to keep letting it fly. I mean, there's things where it can go either way, you know, and they got the better of me today. Um, and that's just the NFL, you know, so, um, I'm, I'm blessed enough to get out, come out here with a dub, and nah, I, my, my confidence isn't going nowhere. I'm going to keep shooting it, and I'm going to keep, uh, letting it fly. Um, and, and that's what I think.
4: I love my love. Do you love my love, the
5: Texans? I love your love so much. I can't get enough CJ Stroud, and I might be
2: betting them this week.
4: By the way, single white female, I was pretty close with Glenn Close. It was Bridget Fonda and Jennifer Jason (laughs) Lee. So there's that.
2: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex
0: dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
6: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Centiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail
2: store. Snag a Job is where America goes to hire, with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on v the Sports Betting
4: Network. How about tonight? Monday Night Football. New customers, download the DraftKings app, at $5, get $150 in bonus bets instantly when you use the promo code SHARP. S-H-A-R-P. It's a great deal. I actually saw the deal when I was watching Red Zone yesterday. Good job, DraftKings. Five bucks, gets you $150. Why would you pass up on the free money? It's, it's, it's There's no point. Also, no sweat, same game parlay Every day for all customers at DraftKings. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Uh, shout to Reggie, our director. I got a couple of things mixed up here. I said single white female, Glenn Close, um, that she boiled a rabbit. That's not true. Fatal attraction, Glenn Close, boiled the rabbit. Okay, shout to Jennifer Jason Lee, and Bridget Fonda. I'm sorry I said that you be- you boiled a rabbit. It wasn't you. Sharp Money. Steve Fezzik, professional handicapper. He'll have a bunch of plays coming up tonight. Monday Night Football. That's the big guy. Dustin Swedelson, live from the D. I'm Patrick Maher. Hope you had a nice weekend and happy Thanksgiving week. We're busy, right? We've got a Super Bowl rematch coming up tonight. You got three games. It used to be two. Actually, it started with one, my Detroit Lions Thanksgiving. Then they added the Dallas Cowboys. Then they added the late game, which is freaking tremendous cocktails, stuffing, tryptophan, football. Now you wake up, you're battling for a 55 inch Samsung and you're watching Tim Boyle and the Jets take on your boy Tua and the Miami Dolphins, who, by the way, are coming up on Like Love Load, you big lug. Well,
5: is it odd that for the first time, I don't know, in your lifetime, that on Thursday on Thanksgiving, the game actually matters? Like there's something on the line here? Like it's a season that is going well despite how much you crush Dan Campbell every single week on the show like is it, it odd yeah. that on Thanksgiving it's no longer well they're losing in the third quarter shut it off go do something else like you actually have to watch this game and the
4: result matters and the Packers won, so the Packers are still in the mix seven and a half is the number with the Lions laying and I can hear the donks teasing that down to a point <laughs> well
5: no the yeah, the America's tease this week is them up and then in the, uh, the Commanders game, tease that down. Tease the Niners down, right? Yeah, the Niners down. Not the Niners, right. the, the Cowboys down. Cowboys down.
4: But you're right about one thing. Like, for years and years, I would say about the Lions on Thanksgiving, I'm sorry, America, is very clear. This year, you know what I have to say? You're welcome. You're welcome, America. Stealing my bitch. Enjoy the Honolulu blue and silver. Enjoy Kid Rock and Eminem. Because there's a hundred percent chance you're going to see him on camera, Robert Ritchie, who grew up in the subdivision next to me. Yeah, <laughs> look it up, kids. Hold on, But the Eminem thing—I didn't think he was into sports. Now maybe it was just because the Lions have been so abysmal his entire life. Marsh, dude, Mart, did you see Marshall Mathers? He was going nuts. Tweet after the game, exclamation points. He, he must have fell on the fuck, on the on the on the button. I didn't swear. I almost did. <laughs> I, but I've never. I didn't even know he was
5: into sports. That just lets you know where the where the Detroit Lions hype is right now.
4: It's time for your love because we still have to get to our lows. Your love, big guy, from the Week Eleven slate.
5: Uh, my loves. Are the big dogs and i'm not talking about that clothing brand that existed in the 90s that we all were with the big old beethoven looking dog on it you know what i'm talking about was it just a fat kid thing Mm -hmm. was it just for husky kids or did regular kids wear it too patrick
4: not sure, but go ahead.
5: remember big dogs. Google big dogs. It's a clothing brand. doesn't exist anymore. Anyway, the big dogs yesterday, three in one ATS. That was the Bucks, the Giants and the Raiders. Two of them got to over over double digits. If you got on the Giants earlier in the week, you could have gotten nine and a half. And I just think it's a reminder and it's more of a lesson for myself. I tried to get cutesy. I laid it in the first half and shortened that number up with the Niners against the Bucks. And I shortened up the Dolphins uh, against the Raiders. And I did not win either of those bets in the first half. Sometimes you need to learn those lessons to be reminded. It's the freaking NFL. It's the big 12. The competition (laughs) is just too close. And when teams are getting that many points, you just got to look to the dog. You can't be laying it and you can't try to do too much. I mean, also, there's an epidemic in the league where a lot of these teams don't know how to play with the lead. The 49ers were covering and then they didn't know how to put uh, the Buccaneers away at home. A lot of these teams, they just fail to put teams away and they leave the back door open like some of my favorite video searches.
4: Go play murals, brother.
5: It, it's my favorite clip of all time.
4: It, <laughs> Dan Hawkins. I play it. Yeah, but you know what? Happy Thanksgiving, Dan Hawkins. Shout out to UC Davis. Hey, my loathe this week. It's abstract art. This team is abstract art. Some people appreciate it. Some people hate it. But you can't quite make sense of it. And it's like their head coach, who, and again, he's bright. He's interesting. But the head coach of this football team, he's not quite, he's not fully actualized, Dustin Swedelson. He hasn't quite found himself as a head coach, nor should he. He's not even 40 years old. He coaches kind of messy, he's abstract art. His team mirrors his traits perfectly. And that is my load this week the Dolphins and Mike McDaniel. Again, they're fun as hell to watch. That offense. It just hits you in many different ways. It's up, it's down. It's a roller coaster speed. It's a lot of fun to watch, but it's like abstract art. You're just throwing paint at the wall and saying, here, buy this. It's not fully actualized. The team isn't there yet. The people that are deriding the Dolphins, again, three turnovers, Tua has eight picks on the year. He had eight picks all last year. They're a minus four in turnover margin. This isn't a team that's legit at seven and three. I will say they were playing a bad Raiders offense, so the defense stood up. Jalen Ramsey, who returned, had two interceptions. The defense played well, but it's the Raiders. It's Aiden O'Connell. What did you expect as a team that was on a two-game heater against Salami DeVito and the Jets, who were quarterbacked by Zach Wilson, it were quarterbacked by Zach Wilson. Now we're quarterbacked by Timothy, your boy, Donk Doll. Boy. Okay, whatever, you, uh, Doyle, or whatever. <laughs> the schedule is easy for the Dolphins. But again, I come back to this. I want to like the Dolphins. I love watching the Dolphins play, but it's abstract. They're not a fully actualized team. And generally, you're going to take on the personality of your team. That's why the Lions were a disaster year one. Dan Campbell didn't know what he was doing. He didn't quite know who he was as a head coach. Year two started off disastrously. or like two and seven. Then all of a sudden, he started to get comfortable in his skin as a head coach. Oh, by the way, he named Ben Johnson the offensive coordinator. That helps as well. But Dan Johnson, excuse me, Dan Campbell now, he has a philosophy He has a template. He knows what he's doing when he's going for fourth downs. He's not just YOLO balling it. He's not just throwing paint at the wall. There's an identity. That's not there in Miami yet. It's still abstract, not actualized. My loathe is a team that just beat the Raiders 20 to 13. But talking about your big dogs, the Dolphins, big guy, did not cover. That's my load.
5: I like the abstract because a lot of times, you know, you throw the paint at the canvas and it can look brilliant. And other times you can miss it completely. And that's what they did yesterday. I mean, they did not look in tune. They were just winging it knowing that they had more talent and skill. the dolphins to figure it out when they had to but they were so sloppy in that first half i mean to come off the bye and to look that rusty it was a bad look for the dolphins and this team is just like the dallas cowboys they can beat these teams that are bottom feeders in the nfl every time they've been tested at buffalo at the eagles taking on the chiefs they've come up short so i think you're right i do believe in mike mcdaniel getting there one day but he's not quite there yet. And unfortunately I have a 32 to one ticket from them back last February that I don't think is going to come to fruition.
4: The team adopts the head coach's personality. I like McDaniel. I think he's fun. I think he's interesting. He's refreshing. But I think he's a bit of a mess. And that's the Dolphins right now. They're yeah. fun. They're interesting, but they're abstract. Your load this week. My load is uh, it's going to sound weird because this guy went 18 of 26 for 246 and three
5: touchdowns yesterday. I'm talking about Tommy DeVito, because as a Giants fan, Tommy DeVito's is going to do things now going forward. That's going to give John Mara and Brian Dayball what they want in New York. And that's another couple years of Daniel Jones. This guy might actually end up playing them out of being able to draft that next quarterback of the future. Uh, (laughs) And I have a conspiracy. I firmly believe the Washington commanders laid down yesterday for two reasons. One, they don't want Ron Rivera back. Two, they don't want the Giants to draft Caleb Williams or Drake May. The commanders let Tommy DeVito carve them up yesterday and carve Tommy DeVito is proving to me why... I just need to find a new team. I need to
4: find a new Big team. Big guy. I'm gonna say something that's gonna piss you off, but just bear with me. Hear me out. DeVito throws a nice ball. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, don't draft Caleb He does Williams. throw a nice deep ball. He does like his. Everyone deep does ball, against it was, Washington. It, their secondary is a tr-
5: they're horrible the commanders somehow had the worst defense defending teams against the pass coming into yesterday they traded away their two best defensive players and yet somehow were laying nine and a half at one point against the
4: giants it's just absurd coming up next the veto off his best performance is the big guy's load professional handicapper steve fezik
0: next It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.